Kate Tronada is back with a new single titled Twin Flame featuring Anderson Pack, and I'm very excited to hear it. Let's go. Oh, Okay, already it's starting with a very kind of slow tempo, slower than I'm used to with Ketranada, but I've not lost hope yet. You know what I mean? Ketranada, in my book, has yet to miss, has yet to miss with any single. Uh, so I'm just gonna give him the benefit of the doubt here. It's kind of crazy how how much he's gone through. Her. Like I don't know, his career has been interesting ever since he came out in 2016 with that 99.9 percent album, which I'm pretty sure was very underground. I don't think it was just everybody listening to it. Now, there's a lot more people that are big fans of Ketronada, especially considering the dance, house, jersey club type of sound that is happening in music right now. So it's perfect for Ketronada to drop a single. But let me stop talking. I want to actually get into the song where it fucking beat drops and shit. I already love the music video being black and white. All right, let's go. Very slow, very methodical. Weird. Okay. Oh shit, it's coming in. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Yo, it's so weird. It's really weird. It's tripping me out because the the tempo of it is not only slow, but I feel like it's coming in like half a beat earlier. I don't know. There's something weird about this beat that I'm like already kinda on edge. But like I wanted to drop already. I wanted to get faster paced. You know what I mean? Cause one thing the Katrinat is good at is fast paced songs. But I gotta let it give it his time. I feel like he's lulling us in with this kind of weird intro. And then it's gonna get into it really. So I wanna see where this track goes. Cause I feel like it's not gonna stay in that tempo for the whole song. But maybe it does. And if it does, I could see myself getting used to it. It not being as immediate. There we go. This is exactly the tempo that I'm thinking of. You always got some way around it. You never had to pay for ganja. You always got the waves around you. It's stuffed with the J in your mouth. In the barrel with the shade around you. Okay, here's what I gotta say. I'm not absolutely loving this song so far, but I do like that this feels somewhat different to a lot of the Ketronada music because there was a good point in between 99.9% and Bubba where, like, a lot of the songs felt somewhat similar. And a lot of people were talking about, oh, this is, you know, he's just redoing this. He's making the same song over and over again. And I feel like he's kind of been able to snap out of that recently. And no more, nowhere is it more evident than right now with this song. Because this is such a different kind of sound than I would expect from Ketronada. It's still the same Ketronada fucking drums. Or, you know what I mean? Like that, dong, dong, like whatever the fuck that sound is. This is Ketronada's bag. But I don't know. I'm I'm interested to see if I do end up liking this because so far it's like taking me a little bit. I mean, it's already been 50 seconds and I'm still like, hold on. Let's 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 see where let's see if this grows. Let's see if I start loving this because right now I don't know how to feel yet. Also, why? What the fuck is going on with Anderson Peck's obsession? With wigs recently. This motherfucker's been wearing wigs everywhere. He was doing he was wearing a wig for that performance he did in front of the Red Hot Chili Peppers crowd. It's a big ass stadium. He's been rocking wigs probably since I think almost in every performance of Silk Sonic. 
I don't know what the fuck this man's fascination with wigs is, but it's got to stop. No, it doesn't. I'm just joking. All right, let's keep going. Oh, shit. Okay, it's not just me. I think this is definitely a weird, weird groove that if it's weird off the top and I don't know how to feel about it, with almost any sort of piece of art, when you don't know how to feel at first or it's not immediate, typically that means it's going to grow on you. Or maybe it just means you're going to fucking hate it afterwards. But I think I I'm going to give it, again, the benefit of the doubt. Okay, Chanada. I do think this is going to grow into something that I really enjoy. I just got to give it its time. But it's a weird groove. It's a really weird groove. And it's weird because I was just listening to Virgo's groove. And that's like a real, like, kind of accessible groove. This is like, oh, fuck. Why is the beat coming in so slowly? What do you call it? Call it a godsend. Even when it's two in the morning, playing in the garden, tail wagging while you're marching, my goddess. I love this part right here. I like when any beat goes underwater. I recently downloaded a DJ app, and it's been fun just putting any song under the underwater filter. It's really fun. But also, I just got a comment on the video again. The video is very simple, right? It's just, you know, they're in a warehouse somewhere in a floating stage and they're performing above the people. But I love the way that it's being edited in the black and white definitely makes it feel more artistic, fancier for a music video. So I'm enjoying it so far, but I don't know. The song is just not hitting me and I'm kind of disappointed by that. I want to fucking, you know, feel it in my bones when I'm listening to Keitronada. But maybe it'll grow to me, grow on me later. We'll keep listening. Alright, I think we're about halfway through and I just gotta say I'm not feeling this song. I'm sorry. I the reason I've been waiting for the song to do a reaction to the song because I'm like it's K Tornada. This guy doesn't miss, and I mean that's how I started the song. I started this video, this podcast, this reaction. All I was saying was like K Tornada doesn't miss, and I was just like, is he missing right now for me? It's kind of blowing my mind a little bit, but and it's already. I think I got a good sense of what the song is. I don't think it's, my mind is really gonna change. Now it's just about writing out the song. Hopefully something does come in, or maybe the amount of time that this song has been given allows me to come around to it near the end. I'll definitely let you guys know. But so far, I'm just like, ah, I'm just not feeling it. Okay. All right. Okay, I'm feeling it more now. Again, maybe I just need to give it a lot more time than I would think. You know, if this was just a regular song, I'm listening to it for like 45 seconds at most, and I'm determining if I like it or not. But since I'm doing a reaction, I'm kind of forced to listening to the same the the the, the full thing. So that's what I'm gonna do. And right now it's kind of getting me back again, but I do got to say the one thing that is bothering me is Anderson Pack just saying Twin Flame, just kind of randomly throughout the track. Not feeling that. I don't know. There's something about this song that's not connecting, 
but it kind of is right now with the way the beat kind of changed a little bit. I heard some, you know, strings in the background, I think. I don't know, but I'm, I'm hearing some new stuff being added in here that is like, hold on a second, wait a second. Okay, I like this. It's weird. It's like, I don't know what the fuck. I mean, the, the, whatever the fuck tempo this song is in, it's fucking with my mind. Because the way that Anderson Peck is rapping over this or singing, his vocals are like somewhat not even on the same. He's like off beat on an already off beat. If you know what I'm saying, like. It's giving me a fucking headache, not because it's bad, because it's like, I don't think my brain can comprehend whatever the fuck is happening in this song. How Whatever the fuck Katronada this did with this song is like, it's difficult, I'll say that much. I don't think it's definitely, it's not like a, a fucking pop song, you know? There's something weird happening with this song, but let's, keep, let's just keep going. Even when it's two in the morning. Playing in the garden, tail wagging while you're marching, my goddess. Alright, where are we going now? Who's gonna buy bow? Twin flame. I'm not loving that, but whatever. What the fuck is this song? Alright, before I just let the rest of the song go again. Wow, that 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 that's low-key a very challenging song is what I'm realizing now. It's not I'm not feeling it because I don't even think I'm supposed to really feel it in the moment. Like if anything, I feel like this would bang at a at a fucking, you know, a boiler room when he did that set. I think he did a boiler room set. Like maybe in a sweaty enclosed space where I'm just jamming. I would love it, but I guess maybe I'm not in the right mood. I'm not surrounded by a bunch of people that could potentially give me monkeypox. So I think I'm not enjoying it the way I'm supposed to. I'm definitely going to play it on the speakers or something to, to finally see if I'm missing something. But with the headphones, just doing a reaction video to this song, it's not the best place to listen to it, I think. But all right, let's just finish this song off because it's tripping me out. the hell's going on is it like an orgy at the end now hmm interesting all right here's what i gotta say about that that was challenging that was somewhat hard to get into and at first i did say i don't know if i'm feeling this but i do think there's something more to this song i think by the end i'm like I almost almost like uh, appreciated it a lot, if that makes sense. I'm just like, I may not have gotten it 
it may not have been my jam at first, but I do think either in future listens or just years from, I mean, I don't know. I think this track is operating at a like 4D level, I guess, that it's just, I'm not, I'm seeing it. Like intellectually, I kind of understand what he's doing, but like, I guess my ears or my sense of music that I've been listening to for the past couple of weeks is just like something is off. And I guess that's, you know, I don't mean it as a diss or a compliment. It's just an observation of like, what's going on with this song? So I feel like the elements are there, but there's things that are slightly off that are making me like not like it, but kind of like it. I don't know. I'm trying to intellectualize it too much. I would just say it's a good song. I think it's a good song. I don't think I'll, I'll retract my sentence from earlier. Katrinata has not missed. I think this song is just weird enough for like, I'm going to need some time with it. And that's not me copying, please. That's not me trying to, you know, appease the K, you know, the Trinata, the Nada. I, I'm just saying, I feel like there's something more happening here that I'm not going to be able to get from a first reaction. Like maybe sometime soon in the future, I'll do another empty notes and I just tell you guys, Hey guys, turns out that fucking track is a masterpiece or something. That's the kind of vibe it's given, but that's all I got to say for this new kitchen. Not a single. Hopefully this means an album is coming. It's been three years since Bubba. And before that it had been three years before 99.9%. So based on the pattern, hopefully we do get an album this year. I, there's nothing I would love more than that. So yeah, hopefully, you know what I mean? Hopefully the new album by Katrina that comes out. And I'm just glad that it does seem like she had, he has way more followers now. I mean, he's on that tour with the weekend. He's getting big looks, you know, even having Anderson pack now is a big look. Cause he's become almost like a superstar now because of silk Sonic. So I'm just happy that he's getting more recognition. He won that Grammy. I feel like this album hopefully is going to be truly Truly a breakout album. Hey, 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 let's go, let's go. Baby, come over. Hear those vocals, baby? Yeah. Baby, come over. that is you know the queen bee's voice when you hear it you know the fuck is singing right now you know whose song this is you know exactly what song this is because the song i'm playing is not necessarily underground probably one of the more known songs on this album so you sure know that i'm going to be talking about this new beyonce album that's right she finally released act one renaissance she did indeed confirm this is going to be the first of three albums that she's going to be dropping soon. And I, for one, couldn't be any more excited because this album was great. Here's what I'll say with this album. My review of this album, you know, in a quick summary is it's great. I mean, it's it's literally it's, it's definitely one of the better albums of the year, just objectively speaking. Like what she did with this album was very almost like experimental and like balls to the wall. Like I did hear somebody say that. This is like Beyonce's Jesus. And in a way, I agree. Like, Jesus is not chaotic the same way that I, I, I mean that backwards. Like, Renaissance is not as chaotic necessarily as Jesus is, but it's definitely probably Beyonce's most experimental 
album yet. And you can say Lemonade is his experimental, but that album, it's, a, it's almost like a concept album where her playing with different genres. This is kind of the same thing, but the, the genres that she's playing with is way more inaccessible to a major, to a mainstream audience. It's definitely more experimental. And for that, I enjoyed it. Like, I was listening to it like, oh, wow, this is great. I was listening to this album almost not knowing what to say or do about it, if that makes sense. Like, I was just like, okay. It's almost like when you're in a museum and you're like, yes, this is a piece of art. But I don't think there's necessarily anything that connected with me emotionally. There's definitely songs I love that just play one. Virgo's Groove is probably my favorite song. And before I get into specifics, I guess I want to start with the bad shit. The negatives of the of the album, right? Uh, I like to do that in reviews because I like to get the shit out of the way and then get into the good shit. Uh, I will say, because there's definitely way more good things than bad things, and bad things are very small. Cozy did not love this song whatsoever. It was actually like, as I'm listening to the album, this being the second song kind of hurt it. If, the, if I could compare it to anything, just simply off experience, it's like when that baby... Keem album came out, the Melodic Blue, the first out, the first song on the album, Trademark USA is amazing. And then you go to the next song and it's Pink Panties and it's just like, what the fuck? I end up loving Pink Panties later on. But when I'm like excited for an album and the first track is hype, when the second track is just like, just okay, then it kind of takes away from the hype. So I was just like, oh, okay, let's just get back. But then... She comes back with Alien Superstar and it's just like, I just forgot about Cozy. You know what I mean? But whatever. If I'm sick with the negatives, Cozy, I did not like whatsoever. Church Curl, I didn't like. And I don't think because it's bad. I just think it's definitely not meant for me. You know, you, you hear something. I mean, you could say that about this entire album. None of this album was, you know, for me. But sometimes you can feel music even if, you know, intellectually, you simply can't relate to it. Like... I get, or maybe subconsciously, that's why I like Virgo's grooves. It's like, baby, come over, right? Like saying that it's just, you know, everybody can relate to that. Everybody has that feeling of like this girl that you like or guy and you're just like, come over. But church girl, you know, I, 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 I understood what Beyonce was doing. I understood what she was doing and what she was going for. But it, it just, there was something about it where like, okay. This is definitely the track that you play to get women to shake their titties and shake their ass and all that. And that's what it was. You know what I mean? Church girl. It's ironic because she's being dirty. Regardless, that I was actually enjoying the track quite fine just normally. But then for whatever reason, she starts kind of singing in the middle of this song that was already iffy for me. And I just kind of killed it. And then she went back to kind of rapping at the end. But it's just like. All right, it's not a bad song, but this is just one I'm simply not going to go back to. And I think that's it in terms of songs I didn't like. I mean, Pure and Honey, I I, I, did, I liked Honey, the, the Honey part, way more than Pure. And Summer Renaissance is just kind of a pretty fine outro, but that's about it for things I didn't like. In terms of things I liked, I mean, I'm That Girl's an insane intro. You know, Alien Superstar basically sounds like the soundtrack to any movie you've ever seen. It definitely has a cinematic quality that I personally love. And a lot of people's favorite songs, a lot of people's favorite song from this album is Alien Superstar. So maybe they also like the cinematic quality. But I do know that it's specifically because it feels like a soundtrack song. That's why I love it. Um, 
Cuff It is a cool, almost like a funky song, which I wasn't expecting. But then when she did it again in, uh, where is it? Plastic of the Sofa in Virgo's Groove. I'm like, okay, I'm glad she included, she's included that type of music in there because I always enjoy that kind of music. Uh, where am I? Energy with Beam. That was, It's a cool, it's almost like a transition song more than a song in, unto itself. Because it's not that long and it really just serves as a way to make Break My Soul fit into this album. It already, I'm not, you know, it's, I'm, I, the, what, the way I'm saying it, it's like there was a cart before the horse. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying that, like, to me, it's my primary function as a song is to get us to Break My Soul and make Break My Soul, Break My Soul sound so much better, which it definitely did in the, in the flow of the album. Plastic of the Sofa is one of the songs you can really play in the background and not even think about. But Virgo's Groove is th that same way, but you do immediately notice how fucking good it is. It's a six-minute sex odyssey. You know what I mean? What else can you ask from a Beyonce song? It's perfect. The Move, that's probably one of my favorite songs of the track as well. That pure, like, African vibe that I love from her soundtrack, her Lion King album, which I don't know how much people loved, but I loved it specifically because it, it it introduced me to my love of that kind of Afrobeats genre of music. But it also introduced me to Burna Boy, which to this day I love a lot of his music. So forever grateful for that soundtrack, even if it, even if just for that. Heat it. I definitely did enjoy it. In, in repeat listens, I don't love it as much. But, you know, one thing that I do know about this track is that it was written by drake like he did the the demo or whatever the fuck you call it that he gave he kind of gave this song to beyonce right um and you can definitely hear like the almost the the direction that this song sounds it sounds like even a song you could hear in honestly Nevermind. so it shows that both beyonce and drake have been working on this type of music again um it definitely sounded more like honestly never minded this album to be honest in terms of sound it sounds very specifically like if Drake were to do this kind of song, this is what it would sound like. Like if Drake were to make a Renaissance song, this is it. I don't know if that makes sense, but I did like, I did love Drake's honestly, Never mind. So that's why I really enjoyed Heat It. And before I'm done breaking down every single track on this, I'm going to kind of compare the two, you know, honestly, Never mind and Renaissance. So stay tuned for that. For that comparison, that's going to be spicy. Thick, I love because it's fucking wild and all the changes it went through, I enjoyed. All Up In Your Mind is probably going to be the most underrated track. It I, Shit. Actually, I can't believe this, but it certainly is based on the lyrics scene. is is definitely the least read lyrics for any song on this album. And it's a shame because to me it's probably one of the better songs. It's one of the songs that I posted. And I didn't mean to be kind of contrarian, like, I like the least listened album, the, the least listened song on this album. I just really enjoyed it. Speaking of, like, a cinematic quality, it definitely gave me that. Um, it's crazy that this is the most, the least listened song on the album. That's pretty interesting. So then, yeah, that just fortifies my idea that this is going to become the most underrated song on the album. America's a problem. I don't, I, I don't understand. It's a fine. It's a good song, right? It's a good song and whatever, but I don't understand what the problem is. Like I saw the needle drop. Anthony Fantano say this. It's like, what was the problem? What's the, pro the American problem? He's just talking. She's just talking about, I think Jay-Z. I, I, I didn't get that either. I was really trying hard to listen, but it was fine. 
And I already mentioned how I, how I feel about Pure slash Honey. Honey is definitely one of the better tracks that that half. And then Summer Renaissance is like an okay outro that leads directly back into I'm That Girl. So it's almost like pretty cyclical. But that's my breakdown of the album. Those are the tracks I loved and didn't love. But before I end this topic, before I stop talking about this new Beyonce album, I just got to say, which album is better, Beyonce's Renaissance or Drake's Honestly Nevermind? I would say, and it's not, this is not even close to a debate. It's obviously Beyonce's Renaissance. Like objectively speaking, this is the better album. You can actually hear the effort in this one in terms of the what the, the, the lyrics and the, the way the songs are structured and all the changes every single song goes through and how, you know, much effort you can hear in every single song, both vocally and instrumentally. So it's obviously Renaissance. Now, a separate question, which album did I enjoy more? Definitely Drake's. Like, honestly, Nevermind is definitely, honestly, honestly, Nevermind is probably in my top 10 albums of the year so far. That's how much I love that sound. Sure, Drake was lazy with the songwriting and the singing and all that shit. I don't give a fuck. It's a vibe. It's enjoyable to listen to. You can play that shit and just enjoy yourself and not care about the lyrics. And sometimes... I care melodies and vibes. I care about those things way more than I care about the lyrics. So Beyonce obviously made the better dance album, best house electronic album. Cause this isn't really a house album. This is more like an electronic album, but out of those two that are kind of playing in a similar genre, Beyonce did a better. I enjoyed Drake's best. That's all I got to say for that. That's my review of Beyonce's Renaissance. And before I leave, I just got to talk about this news really quickly with TikTok. Apparently, TikTok is making its own music app, uh, ByteDance, which I believe is a parent company of TikTok, uh, filed a trademark for TikTok music back in May. I just got to say, whenever that TikTok music app comes out, that's going to cause major disruptions because think about it. Already, most of the songs that are popular nowadays get be become popular on TikTok. Like if you're an artist... What you want is to have a sound, like a snippet of your song, to go viral. Because then that means your song is going to go viral. Um, so TikTok is already pretty important in the world of music. And now they're going to make it so that like, whenever they do make a song popular, instead of it benefiting like Spotify or Apple Music or Billboard, they're going to benefit themselves. And so when you're listening to a sound, you're like, I love this sound. TikTok is probably going to come up with a button that direct that leads you directly to their app. And it's just like, oh, you like that song? Just click this button. You'll go to our app and the song will be automatically saved. And you're going to, you know, it's going to be so seamless. You're not going to have to look up what the name of the song is. Like, you're not going to have to click on the sound and see what's the full name and really have a hard time trying to find what the fuck the song is. TikTok is going to do that for you. And, you know, as soon as that happens, Spotify and Apple Music, you're in trouble because... They're going to, you know what I mean? They're going to steal a lot of your, you know, uh, list your customers. Because I think that's just going to make it so seamless. People are not even going to think about going to Spotify or Apple Music. But also, TikTok can get too cocky because in theory, that's true. But you also got to make a good product. If your app is shitty, people are not going to want to do it. So TikTok, you know, this is a great idea. You best not miss your shot with the app, man. Because if you do, you're fucked. 